Welcome to the Science of Flipping Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Colby. Justin Colby. Yo, yo, what is up, party people? Welcome back to the Science of Flipping Podcast. I am your host, Justin Colby. And if you happen to be watching this on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook or wherever this may be landing for you, uh, you can see I have a very special guest here. And before I get to you, my man, um, this podcast, the Science of Flipping, is all about the, the tools, the systems, the strategy to implement a real business so you no longer have to work in your business. And that's exactly why I'm bringing in a close friend of mine, a colleague of mine, uh, Mr. James Hawk, to come into this episode to rock the house. What's up, brother? What's up, man? Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. And I, uh, I look forward to, you know, sharing some info with your audience, bro. No doubt. Well, I appreciate it, man. Um, I know you've been on the move. I've been on the move. Um, and so we're actually both doing this from our homes. I know you're in your home. I'm in my home uh, because we just, we try to get it locked down. So appreciate you yeah. finding the time for my tribe here at the Science of Flipping and, and dropping some knowledge. No, man, no worries at all. Um, like I said, I, I'm happy to be on here um, anytime that I can jump on, especially like, you know, with, with friends like you um, and talk business, you know, I, I enjoy doing it, man. So I'm excited. Yeah. And so one thing I always try to impress upon uh, the listeners here is that like the tools and strategies that we talk about are nationwide. And I say that because you're in Jacksonville, Florida, right? Right. And I'm in Phoenix, Arizona, and there's a lot of similarities in our business. This isn't like right. I'm just making, you know, shit up on my podcast about what works for me in Phoenix. This is like literally we're part of several masterminds together. This is literally what the experts are doing across the country. This isn't like, you know, the systems and tools. Oh, they only work for you, Justin, because you're Justin, right? And so I want to talk about kind of what's going on in your business how sure. that's very similar, if not the exact same of what we're doing in our business and, right. and how anyone can implement it. I don't care if you're in San Diego, Jacksonville, New York, Phoenix, it doesn't matter, right? Right. No, for sure, man. I mean, um, so obviously, you know, you know, I got a business partner, Hunter Hayden. Um, you know, we're, we are all pretty tight. So, uh, I mean, basically our business right now, I'm going to tell you, like, the team itself is so dialed in, um, like just the culture and like just the general, just, uh, you know, morale in the office is like really, really good right now. Everyone is working together so well. Um, and you know, it, they've really, we've watched them become a serious team, right? So that's allowed, you know, me to do stuff like, you know, moved to freaking Miami. And um, it's, uh, we're at a, just a really good spot, right? So we're doing deals consistently. Um, we just rebuilt our entire marketing engine um, in our company. And we're, we're really seeing some great things happening, man. Um, we, we just integrated not long ago, doing a lot more of like seller finance subject to type deals. Um, so great things are happening this year. And uh, I'm pretty confident it's going to be our biggest year yet. My man. So let's, I, there's two subjects I definitely want to knock out in the next 20 minutes or so. Sure. I love this concept about team, right? I've been ultimately very, very successful building a team and keeping a team. And I'm always in favor of it's because the people I'm hiring are in my sphere of influence, whether they're coming through yeah. friends, family, and or colleagues and or social media, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, but then 
building a team and keeping a team are two different things, right? Sure. And so let's talk a little bit about that because I know you and Hunter, you know, six months ago kind of had that come to Jesus moment like this is – Yeah, no, we really did, right? man. Yeah, no, and it's tough, right? I mean, you got to understand that – and I'm not saying it can't be done, but it just requires a level of commitment just like anything else. Um, you know, when you if you don't come from a background where, you know, you manage people and, you know, you build teams and everything else, like getting into this business, it's, it's even much more than just about real estate, right? Like just management overall, accountability, um, you know, all these are like just different aspects that as you're growing and you're scaling, you're really trying to build something great that you're going to encounter. Um, and, you know, we made a ton of mistakes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like as we were building out the team, it just so happened that um, we were hiring great people um, that were coming together. Uh, and, you know, we, dude, we had to reach out and really get help, you know, with like leadership and becoming better, um, you know, making uh, people more accountable. And um, through that and through them seeing like how much effort we were putting into um, you know, really becoming better leaders, um, that really pulled them together, right? So they seen that um, and that motivated them, right? And that made them even more bought in than ever that they seen our commitment to them in turn, you know, their commitment um, just got stronger to us and to the company. So what is one way, let's just talk about some of the systems or tools. Where did you find your current team? You know, where did you find them in terms of whether it was Craigslist, Indeed, LinkedIn, social media, where did you find them? Sure, sure. So, um, some of them were, uh, were indeed. Um, and then also there's some that were, uh, you know, in our sphere of influence, right? So, um, actually our office manager right now, um, she was our uh, insurance rep for our insurance company for our property. Um, you know, so we brought her in and then also our, uh, our lead coordinator, she worked at that same insurance company and uh, she brought her in as well. Right. So like there's a, there's a few that were just in our general like network. Um, and then the rest of them were all uh, like indeed. Yeah. Yep. I love it. So, you know, in how that relates to me is I built my team. The only person that I found uh through like a ad or anything is Andrea and you know, Andrea well, and right, right. She's now been with me four years and runs my entire life. Um, which is yeah. great. Um, and so I, I had a conversation with a client this morning. I do one-on-one -on -one client work. And, and one of the things I was advising the client is you need to find an assistant because she's nuts. Like she just bought six homes in the last 30 days. She's rehabbing to all this stuff. Yeah. And I would tell you, um, first of all, individuals like yourself or myself or, or you know, high performing, the first hire, in my opinion, is always going to be you need a personal assist, someone that can kind of do the day to day. But also, people, I think, have underestimated the power of Craigslist. I mean, I, Dude, you know, I think people are now trying to be all oh, LinkedIn or Indeed or Monster or whatever, all the, but you can absolutely find great people on Craigslist. And I think sure. people need to continue to value that as a resource to find individuals. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I would say, where did you find like your acquisition guys? Right. So I love that you found, uh, you said the manager and your lead gal came from your sphere of influence, which was your insurance reps. Yep. Yeah. My so acquisition team 
came from my sphere of influence from uh, Mariano to Dave to Anthony. They all came from either a colleague of mine, Anthony's right. brother who was doing deals with me. Um, Dave is Eddie's brother. Mariano is a buddy of mine from a while that got into real estate. So tell me about, you know, where you're finding your acquisition side. Yeah. So, I mean, all of ours have come from Indeed. Um, you know, we've tried like, you know, the headhunters and stuff like that. We haven't never had much luck on the acquisition side with the headhunters. Yeah. Um, I know some people do. We haven't. Um, but yeah, I mean, all of them have come from Indeed so far, right? So that's, that's basically, uh, you know, that's, that's been our primary source. Um, but we are running like new campaigns now. We're actually testing out like a Facebook campaign. Okay. Um, that we're going to start doing like an ad campaign. Um, because we want to bring in uh, more salespeople. We're looking for another one now. Um, so we're going to be trying some new, like, innovative stuff this year um, for acquisitions people. Um, and then, again, you know, think about, like, uh, you know, what niches, like, are the best and the most relatable to what an acquisitions person is because it's a little bit of an unconventional job, right? Like, no one's out there searching for that kind of job. Yeah. So, um, I think the more that you can think outside of the box, but like getting them excited about being in the box, yep. if that makes any sense, um, you know, the better off you're going to be. So, uh, but yeah, Indeed has been uh, our primary source. I love that. So do you, what's your ad typically say, right? For the people that are like, okay, well, what do you say in the ad? What does it say? Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of the gist of it is like, you know, fast paced environment. Um, you know, we're going to give you the opportunity to do what you do best, which is close. Um, you know, you're going to have all the support you need. Um, but we also want a hustler, right? Like someone whenever we're not booking appointments for you that, you know, you're willing to go out there and do whatever it takes um, to make it happen, right? So we're not looking for someone that's going to come in and like, all right, if it's a slower day, like I'm just going to stay home. Um, we want someone that's willing to go out there and, you know, knock some door or whatever, whatever it is, whatever it takes, do some driving yeah. for dollars. Um, that's really going to go out there and hustle and show us that they want it. I always suggest people like I have an ad. So for all my listeners, if you guys want any of the ad stuff, uh, shoot, shoot me an email or James, if you're willing to offer sure. up your ads, shoot me an email. I'm happy to give you mine. James obviously said he's happy to give you yours or his. Um, but I always say go into like sales and marketing in Indeed or Craigslist and see what other people are posting. See what's yeah. already out there because that's who your competition is. So you might as well look at it. And then you make yours more real estate specific than, you know, some call floor or some car salesman or whatever they're looking for, right? Make it more yeah. real estate specific. So let me ask you, why are you looking to hire more? Well, I mean, we've basically just gotten to the point where, you know, like we keep increasing the lead flow. Um, we just hired two uh, callers. So it, it's, it's definitely at the point where we're going to need that other person, right? And we also want to bring them up kind of like through the trenches a little bit. Bring someone else in and have them uh, – you know, we'll, we'll dedicate like a certain amount of leads to him or whatever, or her. Um, and then also we kind of want to, you know, go through the gauntlet a little bit of really like showing them, bringing them up through the hustle um, and seeing what that looks like. Cause we really haven't brought too many in and like run them just straight through the gauntlet where it's like, all right, for so long, you got to go out there, knock some doors or, or whatever. Right. Just really like make sure that that, that hustle mentality is instilled in them. 
Um, so we're going to try that out and see, uh, see what happens. So let's kind of transition over into what I believe this business to be, which is marketing, right? And so the reason why you're building and keeping a team um, is because you're feeding them. They have opportunity. They have leads to right. work. They have offers that they can make because you're providing them enough leads. All right. Before I get to marketing, how many leads per acquisition manager, specialist, do you try to feed? Do you have a number that you're saying this guy, this gal can hold however many leads before I hire a new one? Um, I mean, we don't have an exact dedicated number. This is what I'll say. I mean, what we found is, uh, you know, one acquisitions person should be able to at least handle uh, anywhere between 60 to 80, like gross leads a week. I'm just saying gross, right? So between 60 to 80, they, they should be pretty good. So once you get to that, like what you don't want to see happen is that they're booking so many, you're booking so many appointments for one person that they don't have the real time to go out there and dedicate to that person, to that appointment, digging in, finding out what the situation is, building an offer around that solution based. Like, so if they get overwhelmed, um, we've, we've found this time and time again, that actually the lower the appointments each person has as a salesperson, the higher they convert. Right. And I mean, that might be a little bit to do with like, all right, these are my only appointments. It also might have a little bit to do with like, they have plenty of time to really be prepared and spend as much time as possible with that person without worrying about, all right, I only got like 30 more minutes and I got to like get to this next appointment. Right. So, um, you, you definitely want to be cautious to like be overbooking, um, and you know, really like pushing them on like busting out many appointments. I, I prefer having them focus in and, uh, you know, spend all the time needed um, at one appointment instead of, uh, you know, booking them freaking 20 for the week. No doubt. Um, and, and another retention item is not only feeding them leads, they're making money, right? Your guys right, are making sure. six figures a year in yep. their role, right? They will stick around to that because there's not a lot of opportunity to go make six figures a year. No, there's not. And I mean, that's definitely a huge value proposition that those positions offer. It's like you have the, I mean, you have the ability to make a lot of money. It doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you know, man, woman, it doesn't matter, right? Like at the end of the day, that's just a job where you don't necessarily even need like college education or anything like that mm -hmm. to go out and make six figures. Like there's just not many opportunities out there for that. Right. Um, so now let's get to what, I think our business is, which is marketing, right? And so I'm a firm believer you have to have multiple marketing strategies. I think any given month, one of those will go down. I don't care if you're doing direct mail and PPC. I don't care if you're doing cold calling, direct mail, PPC. Like I do seven, right? And the predominant one that is um, been around the longest is direct mail. I will never give it up, even though it's not continuing to give me the returns. I started PPC about a year and a half ago finally started working for me, right? Like I think we're closing $50,000 with the deals this month just from PPC, blah, 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 right? But nice. the, point, the point to all that is there'll be months that PPC is terrible and then there'll be months that direct sure. mail is terrible and then yeah. there'll be months that cold calling leads are terrible and so there's nothing that can be, like there's never a month when they're all on and that's why I'm a massive believer that you have to have different strategies and that goes for people that have no money. Like, you can door knock and you can cold call. That's right. two strategies that you have. You can find money to put out bandit signs every month, right? Which is some money, but 
bucks a month. The point to all that is what are you actively doing um, that you're finding the best results in? I mean, I'm going to tell you, man, like one tried and true, like, and you know, we've sent millions of pieces of freaking mail and uh, still to this day, like we have never had anything else like over time. I mean, cold calling is great. Right. But um, you know, as far as if we look overall over the entire time we've been in business, we can contribute more revenue and profit to direct mail than anything else. It's expensive. Right. But um, you know, I agree with everything that you said as far as like making sure that you have multiple channels going um, because that that is true. Like, you know, you're going to have months that, you know, the mail sucks and the cold calling's great or the cold calling sucks and the mail's great. So it's like it is important for consistency, um, you know, to always have at least, I tell everyone at least like three, right? Like if you can at least keep three going, especially as you're, you're getting started and you're, you're getting going, trying to scale. Um, I tell everyone at least three, but yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. If you had to give advice to someone who is just starting, where would you tell them? I mean, I have my, what I would tell them, but what would you yeah, tell them? I, I mean, and you know, I get this question all the time. I know you do as well. Um, I tell them this, I say I would get a highly distressed list, right? So I would, I would give me a highly distressed list and I would start pounding the phone or door knocking them, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, that's, that's really it. Or driving for dollars, you can do that as well. Um, build a driving for dollars list, skip trace them and start calling them. Um, but one of those two is what I would be doing. I mean, for like lower budget, just getting started. And also, you're going to learn a lot through that process, right? Like, that's what I love about it too, is, you know, you're really getting a taste of what it's like. Um, and that's going to help you as you're, you're bringing people on. Um, if you have an understanding of it, it becomes a lot easier to lead someone else doing it. Yep. What is, well, I know you do a lot of like teaching and educating on your social media. Where, where can people find your social media? Yeah. So Instagram is going to be the primary and it's, uh, at James the Hawk. Okay. At James the Hawk. The um, Hawk. I love it. You are the Hawk. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> um, and I say that only because he provides, like, he's the real deal, right? Like, he's not one of those gurus or out there just trying to sell shit. Like, he's developed a really cool software. We can talk about that. But also, like, he just gives away real content the same way I do. So, if you're not following him at James the Hawk or me at the Justin Colby, you need to because we, the podcasts are great. But James does this every day. I do it every day. We do something on social media, primarily Instagram that we're giving real content. So you need to be following at James the Hawk at the Justin Cole this. I mean, we will talk about this on so many different levels, but let's talk about the software you did create, which is really a game changer for the investor that does have a team, but also can be a game changer for someone who's getting into the industry so that they start the business the right way, right? Like when I started, dude, I had notepads and I'm writing down notes, and I've, this is addresses here and this is, maybe what I'm going to offer on this. And I don't know if that's the right number. Like you've been able to find something you build it into something that is like a pretty clear cut, you know, market leader here. Yeah, no, man, I, I appreciate that. I mean, yeah. So basically just on like the side of like the list costs alone, like the amount of like downloads and everything for like fresh lists that you get in there every, uh, month. Uh, I, I mean, just on that, you save a substantial amount of money versus like going to like list source or like any of those big, big brand names. Right. So, um, but it does a lot of stuff, man. It's got built in skip tracing. 
Um, the offer automator feature, which Sean Terry and I both developed together, which is, you know, you put in your property, then you can get your, um, your exit price to a cash buyer, your max allowable offer, your goal target offer. Um, and then, uh, you know, it just does a lot, man. It, it does a lot of different things. So like email, we have free email built in there. Um, or you can email for free, so you can do email blast. Um, and then the analytics and data, and it's it's insane, right? If you want to know like where the hottest um, pockets are, like in the entire country, in a city, in a neighborhood, down to the street, like price growth, it just goes super, super in depth. Um, and also like just the info on every property that it has, right? So yep. like if you want to know like, how much is owed on someone's loan, what their interest rate is, stuff like that, like what liens they have on the property, like all that's in there, any judgments. Um, so it's just a really, really cool tool um, that use right, like you, you're gonna, you're gonna own, uh, you're gonna own your competition. It's really an unfair advantage, um, you know, if you take it and implement the training and actually take action on it that we give you all the training and you use it, um, it's a game changer, man. Love that. That's awesome, dude. So if you're interested in that, email me. I'll make sure to yeah. send you James Way. And, and we'll sure we'll give you guys a sweet deal on it for sure. There you go. I knew he would. Um, but, you know, to kind of wrap the conversation as a whole, like there's the difference between, I think I get a little hesitant because people hear me talk about my team and the companies that I've built. And, you know, now I'm building a company down in San Diego and, and there's 23 employees now that I'm running and we're doing, you know, a decent amount. Of, and so scaling that business is even more convoluted. But, you know, I think there's a, a time where people really should not be hiring. Um, and it's basically the connection between hiring versus marketing is when you are absolutely tapped out marketing and revenue, then there's a reason to hire, but people hear you, they hear me, they hear Sean, they hear Kent, they hear our circle. And they basically say, you know, Oh, well, I got to go hire. I have to go do it. And I'm not a firm believer in that. I'm a firm believer of stretch yourself to a place where a, you're putting a quarter million dollars in your pocket personally, but B you shouldn't ha have the feeling of like, oh, I need to hire so um, I don't have to be in my business. That's what the big catch word is. I want to be in my business or I don't want to be in my business. Right. Bro, you're hiring so you can be more on your business, creating more opportunity, not so you can just sit around not doing anything. And so sure. what are you, what are your thoughts about that? Cause I have pretty strong thoughts about. Yeah, no, I, and I agree. I agree with that. Right. And I think that's uh, that's really a misconception. A lot of people have, I think that when they hear us all talking about like working on the business, not in the business, um, you know, that's really what we're doing is we're working on the business. Like we're working on going out, creating more opportunity, um, looking at different revenue streams that we could potentially open up, like stuff like that, right? Like if you want to, but I tell everyone, um, you know, it, it really, you got to make a decision on what you want your business to look like and what you want your lifestyle to look like, right? So if you want to have a smaller operation, you still go to appointments, stuff like that. And, you know, you feel like that's, that's what makes you happy. Um, and you kind of work around your, your schedule a little bit and that's, that's fine if that's what you want to do. But, um, if you want to really grow something that's serious and really scale, um, it isn't a situation where you're going to like start hiring people and then you're just going to sit around and be able to do nothing. Like it's still going to require like your time. 
um, in your effort. And then, of course, you should be out there. Your team is depending on you to go out there and, uh, you know, innovate and come up with uh, new stuff for them to actually implement um, and, you know, keep driving yourself forward in the market. So, yeah, I know I agree. I agree. There is a time to hire and there's a time not to hire. No doubt. No doubt. I agree 100%. So, listen, dude, um, where else, you know, I would assume you want everyone to, to find you on social media. Anything sure. else you want to kind of leave them with besides maybe Instagram or is that a good place to give to them or? No, man. I mean, the Instagram's good at James the Hawk. Um, and like Justin said, I'm always putting out new content every day. Um, so yeah, guys, come check me out there. And, uh, you know, we're really starting to ramp it up. We're bringing the vlog back. So a lot of big things are happening. Um, and I'm excited to share as much uh, value with you guys as I possibly can. Yeah. And so if you, what did I tell them? I said, I'd give them my ad. Um, and if you can send me your ad, then they can sure. have our ads and they can, so shoot me an email, um, info at the science of That way myself and my assistant see it. Uh, but I'll make sure I get you mine as well as James's ad. If you guys are listening, um, follow him, the James, the Hawk at James, the Hawk and me at the Justin Colby. I, I know you're listening to me on podcast, but I give away a lot of content, uh, there yeah, as well yeah. as YouTube, you know, as a matter of fact, what's your YouTube handle? Oh, it's just James Hawk. Yeah, they okay. can find Mine's Justin Colby VP. A lot of great content. He's not someone who's always going to be selling you shit. James, real deal, real successful business. So you need to be following both of us on our social medias for that matter. So thanks, bro. I really appreciate you, you know, spending some time with the Science Flipping. No, man. Thank you, bro. Thanks. Uh, thanks, everyone, all your audience. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate it, man. I love being on. I love, uh, you know, spending some time talking with you. Yeah, man. Exciting stuff. All right, guys. That is it for today. I uh, look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Peace. Peace.